Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 90th episode of the Talking With A Dad podcast. This evening, got an action-packed, exciting thriller of a show. I had it's to think of another sport. another word in there. A blood sport. It's a uh, it's going down. Hey, have you ever seen that movie Bloodsport? Nope. Oh man, well that the, that saves me about fifteen minutes of talking right now. Good stuff. If you ever do check it out though, it's one of John Claude Van Damme's greatest movies. Man, it's about a man named Frank Dukes who claims that he went to a thing called the Kumite, which was a uh, death match that okay. happened in Asia. So it's <laughs> it's the origin for Mortal Kombat. It literally is the origin of Mortal Kombat, but this guy Frank Dukes, who's a CIA, you know, he's one of those guys. Uh, the CIA trained me. I'm too dangerous to be left on to my own devices. They made a movie about him, and no one did any fact checking. But this was before the internet, so how could they know that he didn't use the death touch on someone? Right? Who? No one has time to check these things. The Demak, as they called it. Go check it out. You'll. You're gonna. I this may have. So I may have seen this like in passing or something. This was definitely a. Uh... American Movie Network uh, yes. play. <laughs> I've probably have seen it, but I've probably seen it. Look, this, this, was, this was a big deal back in the day, but hey, listen, now that we know that splits don't mean anything in the uh, the realm of fighting, I can't watch a Van Damme movie the same way ever again. I always assumed that I needed to do a split in a fight. Well, if you're fighting two guys at the same time and they're on, the, on this side of you, you gotta like, whoosh, you know, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> gotta do that jump and split kick. Blood Sports on Hulu. Huh? Bloodsport. Blood it's on Hulu. It's free. Nothing's stopping you, man. Nothing's stopping you from watching. Nothing was stopping me from watching the Mortal Kombat movie today, and it was just me. Me going, <laughs> this is going to be shit. <laughs> man. We got some crazy topics here tonight, but before we get into that, both fully vaccinated, both got two working legs. How you feeling being free, man? It's about to start cracking off here pretty soon in a second. I People mean, are just... we're not free. We're free. Uh, no, we're free. No, freedom isn't free. No, 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 we're not free. We can't do anything. We're allowed to not wear a mask outside with no one else now, which is uh, I thought we were allowed to do that already. That's where you're wrong. You weren't free before. Now you're a little bit more freer. Boom. America. Suck on that French fry with gravy. You Canadian communist piece of shit. You not you, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, what do you think about that though? I know that's not one of our topics, but uh, a lot of people are having an adverse reaction. Like, to I this don't whole understand. Thing. Like, like, they're like, yeah, if you're alone and you're vaccinated and you're outside in a public place, you don't have to wear a mask. I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought. That was, I think I don't know. I don't care, dude. I don't fucking. I don't involve myself in a situation that would call for this anyway. You know, crazy. apparently in Central Park, I didn't know about this, but they have an area where vaccinated people can meet up and hang out and chill without mask on in Central Park. Really. Yeah, you just I assume it's near the Great Lawn. That's the only place you could would be able to do something like that. People have the wrong idea about Central Park. Like they think that it's safe to lay in that grass. It's not safe. You shouldn't just lay no, in the grass. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> after a year of nobody in the park, maybe. Maybe, maybe. It's probably now. prime Central Park time right now. Yeah. But Except like, for the raccoons. Oh well, and the squirrels. And the rats. Well, the rats are fine. Actually, the raccoons killed most of the rats, <laughs> so it's just like now it's just these rabid raccoons running around. Attacked a woman and her dog at a Columbus Circle. It's pretty horrible. Really? Yeah, this was three years ago, but it was an amazing account. <laughs> raccoons will fuck you up. They have I thumbs. Keep, I keep, exactly. I keep trying to tell people, man. The first time I heard about raccoons in Central Park, I was 18, and I read an article in the New York Post, and it was said 
woman accosted by raccoons. <laughs> and I was like, they accosted her? And I had this image of little raccoons with little bandanas on and little jackets standing there snapping their fingers. And then it happened again, like a full decade. <laughs> I'm like, is it the same group or a different group of raccoons? What's happening? How do we deal with this? Uh, I, I don't know how long raccoons live. Probably a different group. Yeah, but I mean, if they're smart enough to start mugging people, right, they figured some other shit out too, right? They're it takes like... a special kind of person to get mugged by a raccoon, to be fair. They are puntable-sized <laughs> animals. Uh, one of the last times I was, re- I recall being really stoned. I was in Encino, of all places, California, and I just skated back to a friend's house, and she had a cat, and I was walking up to the door, and I see something glaring at me through these bushes, and I assume it's the cat, but I am so faded that I start going, hey, whatever the cat's name was, Nipsey. Like, I start reaching for it. I'm thinking I'm doing a good deed. I'm going to bring the cat back into the house. And when I get close enough, it's a fucking raccoon, and it's just staring at me. But it looked me in the eyes, and it was just the way a human would look at you when you break that boundary. Like, don't fucking touch me you take one more step closer i swear so, this is, was this during the day no this is at nighttime if oh, it was during okay. the day yeah, then i deserve yeah, yeah. everything that coming to me but nighttime it's permissible daytime you deserve to get bit by a raccoon if, you, if something like that happens to you. yeah well so well if the raccoon's out during the day it usually means it's uh has rabies yeah see that's what i'm talking about man maybe that's why they accosted the woman i wonder what time of day it was so it was her fault you're victim shaming is what you're saying it was 5 a.m sun was up she should have known better is that what you're saying not directly <laughs> indirectly yes man that was a good banter right there what what, what is the what is the biggest animal you think you could take in a 1v1 fight biggest animal i could yes. take in a 1v1 fight um, it has to be a big dog right anything past like a big dog would fucking eat you alive well are we talking about domesticated like like no how, if, no just, it could be wild but like i could definitely take on a full-grown mountain coyote that's false Yes. A, a coyote would eat you alive. No, I, I could. I would snap that thing's neck, and no, then I would eat it. You would not. I would. I would eat it in front of the other ones, and insert my dominance over the rest of the pack and start running. <laughs> yeah, the issue is the rest of the pack thing, right? <laughs> you would. Yeah, you would be dead. Yeah, unfortunately, you you would I die. Could definitely, I could definitely beat up a tortoise. It doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> it has armor. <laughs> Shit, a dolphin. I got a dolphin and a fair one. I don't think you do, you because you have to go into its habitat to fight it. Uh, giraffe? No, a giraffe would fucking eat you. Yeah, a giraffe could punt a lion. <laughs> Doesn't that frustrate you, man? That giraffe, <laughs> like giraffes, have it figured out. But the antelope, right? Why don't the antelope just turn around and stand their ground? Like, holy, are you saying there's only no, one? It doesn't have a defense mechanism, right? It so the the, it, the giraffe's it, defense mechanism is being is being five tons, right? And also, if it steps on a line, it, it would kill it, right? But an antelope yeah. is like 150 pounds and no, no, just kind of fast. Not one, not just one antelope, right? Could you imagine if they all just figured it out one day? Like, hey, it's just one of it's them just like there. it's just like a lion <laughs> running away with 50 antelopes chasing it. <laughs> Except for the lion's gonna figure out, like, wait, I'm not gonna run from anything that hops when it runs. <laughs> Swinging around, boys. We're going back in. We're having antelope for dinner. Okay, I got one for you. I could definitely, most certainly, beat up a wild deer. Dude, have you ever seen a wild deer fight something? It yeah, gets it, 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 it does the fucking front paw thing. I think a wild deer could fuck you up, man. 
Well, and it has horns. You got to worry about the horns, right? Like, okay, maybe female deer potentially because it has no horns. But like, you got to worry about the horns. You'll get impaled. It'll hit you in the fucking neck and you'll die. I can beat the homeless guy up in front of the quick check. Depends. Has he or has he not had his crack recently? <laughs> you know what? It's not looking good, folks. Apparently, this <laughs> in a fair fight, unsanctioned. I'm not winning most. <laughs> Dude, the humans are just not meant to like fight things, right? We could use tools, and that's what makes us best. So you're not buying into the whole fight or flight? A man will stand his ground and kill a timber wolf thing? No. No? No, because it generally wolves... Do wolves go in packs? Yeah, they're in packs. Yeah, dude. It's the pack thing, right? If you find a lone wolf, maybe, right? Because he's usually hurt or smaller yeah. or a runt or something. Maybe. That, that's where you might have a chance. But if it's like a normal wolf and there's three other wolves lurking in the back, you might get one hurt, but the other three are going to eat you alive, right? That's the issue. Uh, you ever watch that show Paroles and Pitbulls? It's about no. the woman who has a uh, dog. I don't watch story. cable. Yeah. It's a show about a woman who has a dog sanctuary. Uh, it's in New Orleans, and then she opened one up in Texas. And as the name yeah. says, you know, they rehabilitate pit bulls, and they also rehabilitate people who've just paroled. Great program. It's an extension of the thing they have in prison. Uh, they bought some land in Texas recently, right? And they're Chaos. showing the episode. <laughs> but they're showing the, the episode where like they're going through. This land was abandoned by someone who was raising wolf dogs which is a thing right mm -hmm. uh illegally hybrids and, right? yeah and uh the wolf dogs overran the the shit right it's like right. 50, ac 50 acres of land this guy jumped ship left the wolf dogs himself there was one really heartbreaking moment in it where uh, you forget the pack mentality there was one lone wolf dog mm -hmm. and you know everyone always says i'm a lone wolf and i don't think they really understand what that term means no, like if you were a lone wolf that, pretty weak you know, but they were uh, they were attacking. They caught they caught it on film. <clears throat> they had pushed this other wolf dog to the point the the outlier, where he had to sneak through a weak point in the fence mm -hmm. and eat food that was like rotted and left behind the pack, which is the pecking order. And uh, it was it was pretty sad. Like I, for a minute there, I got I got pretty choked up because when you see him on footage, like they had it's been attacked. Nature. What do you mean? Nature's cool. <laughs> Nature's cool. You the know way what? shit works itself out is is like fascinating, isn't it? It is fascinating, but you know, I am a fully evolved and fully formed human being, so I could say when I see something like that, I accept the reality of it, but it's also pretty sad, man. It was like watching someone's grandfather sneak through a gate. They thought it was a young lone lone wolf dog too, but it turned out he was old as shit, and that's why they were trying to kill him. So it's pretty sad, man. What the hell are we talking about? We were talking about fighting animals. What have you gotten me into? What have you been up to lately? Have you been fighting random animals in your area or something like that? You been part no, of that would be really funny though. That'd be a real twist. No, 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 no. I just, I mean, we were we were on the topic, so you know why not? Why not delve deep into it? Here's a better, um, here's a better question, right? In this in the same in the same genre of questions, uh, gorilla versus bear, who wins? Gorilla versus bear. Okay, gorilla uh, versus grizzly bear. L let's let's quantify that. Uh. uh Kodiak, grizzly bear, it's going to be the grizzly, 100%. You think so? Yeah, have you seen those, those bro, things? Have you seen there. gorillas, bro? Yeah, I've seen, I've seen silver, I mean, I've never been in front of a silverback, That's that'd be another story, and I know that they're vicious, but those freaking brown bears from that, well, what is it, the bear forest, where they've been running around there for thousands of years, carving through the woods, just getting bigger? Yeah. <laughs> 
remember what happened to that poor son of a bitch who went out there filming them and he thought he had like he could control them the grizzly man he got eaten that, that movie has one of the most accidentally hilarious lines anyone's ever said ever where, what the, was where, the, where the cop was like yeah he'd go up there every year and well we just we thought he was retarded and it turns out he wasn't and he got eaten and it's like whoa <laughs> that guy did not mean the, to be funny but that shit was hilarious I think the worst part about that movie was remember when the documentarian listened to the audio oh it's bad dying? yeah but yeah. The audio, it turns out the audio that for that show was fake or something yeah no they, they actually didn't play it in the do- in that documentary Have you ever heard right? it no, I've never heard it. It's not never great. Heard. It's horrible. It's not great. What What do you mean by not great? Explain that. It's, like, it's, it's horrible. It's disturbing, right? Oh, okay. I mean, you're I listening to someone die. Yeah, I heard she died last, so that's even worse to hear. Whatever. Where'd you hear that? I mean, it's around. What do you mean it's around? <laughs> What are you a part of some type of German snuff film club? What do you mean? It's a no, dude. When you're a grizzled internet veteran, the way that I am, <laughs> you have access to these things. You know, yeah. your internet tier ranks, and uh, grizzled internet veteran is, is at the end of it, and yeah. you are just a mere zoomer. <laughs> zoomer. <laughs> <laughs> I have this image of you moving through the ranks of becoming a grizzled <laughs> internet veteran. And it's like, at what point do you just die on the inside? Is it before you realize you're favoriting all the 500 pages in the hub? Like, you've gone past page one, now you're in the thousandth page. Does that make you a veteran? When does one become a veteran? What has to die inside it? There has to be, you have to watch at least six cartel beheadings. And then go to the the ISIS beheadings, and then go backwards to the <laughs> Al Qaeda beheadings. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of death. You got to watch the Russian guy get murdered by a dude with a screwdriver. Have you ever seen the uh, Ethiopian maid uh, hanging from the window ledge? And she, and she her... jumps off. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Obviously, uh, that that's casual. That's casual shit. Casual. Um, not, not up to snuff. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. You got to watch the guy getting executed with an RPG. That one's interesting. And then you got to go watch the Flat Earther videos. I don't believe anyone's really ready for the internet until they've watched those videos. Because even though they're funny as hell, there was a point where we were watching them, and I was like, man, these people. There was a point on the internet where, like, everyone was just trying to watch, like, the grossest shit possible. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like, the Pain Olympics and stuff. And I have a very weak stomach, and I've seen all of it. And it's not good. Yeah, there's some things that are on the internet where I just don't understand how they remained on Facebook, right? For instance, that video, I was casually just scrolling through one day. You know how people virtual signal and they're like, oh, this is the most horrible thing I've seen. So that's why I reshared it. It was the video of this dickhead killing a dog. And I'm like, why is this yeah. still up? And I reported the video eight times and it still kept coming up in my feed. I blocked the person, but it was in the algorithm and it still kept coming up. And I'm like, now wait, if I accidentally said titties on Facebook, they deplatformed me in a second. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Like, what? Referring to chesticles? Get him off the platform. <laughs> no, killing the dog is fine. It's fine. That guy's no. a <laughs> No, fuck no. That one's bad. That's bad. Yeah. yeah, animal stuff is bad. Animal stuff, baby stuff, old people stuff. All harmed. Right. You struggled there for a second. <laughs> I wonder which part you didn't agree with. <laughs> um, the old people stuff. I well, forgot you. Ra- I mean, we can get right into the topics here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we 
What do you want to crack it off with first? Uh, let's let's do the one that I have no no information about. Uh, what is this China stuff he got going on? Sorry, China. <laughs> what is the China stuff? China one he got going on here? Because I have no idea what any of this is. All right, so you're about to see Zach's eyes roll into the back of his head, ladies and gentlemen. For the listening audience, if you listen really carefully, you'll hear it right now. As you slip <laughs> back of his skull. So Marvel's new movie, Shang-Chi, is coming out pretty soon here. They what, just is, really- what is that? Shang-Chi is a, an outlier character. I'm just going to give it to you straight, man. He's not the most popular character that's ever existed in comic books, right? He was created in a time, a very complicated time of comic books where they were still drawing Asian people with a yellow tint in Marvel comics. This is a thing, okay. right? This is right after they stopped drawing them with long, elongated eyes that went up. Do they their still forehead. have like the rice farmer hats? Yes, yes. Got, so it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Following, uh, the Fu Manchu version of the villain. So it's, it's amazing to me, but he always stuck around in the publications, right? Saying Chi was just one of those niche characters. Marvel decided to make a movie. The MCU decided to make a movie about him. And this is all obviously to break into the fastest growing film market in the world. China, right? People want that money from China. They released a trailer on the actor, the star of the movie's birthday, and he didn't know this was happening, he claims. MCU is like, hey, we're dropping the trailer for the movie today. It was actually really well received. It looks like it might be a good time. Notice I didn't say it looks like it's going to be a good movie. I said it looks like it's going to be a good time. The (laughs) The driving force behind this is they want to break into the Chinese market. This would be Disney's second attempt at doing this. Mulan was the first. This would be the second. China rejected Mulan. That leaves us with Shang-Chi. And the Chinese national response to this movie has been horrible. They accused Aquafina. No need for you to know who she is, Zach. But uh, they, she's, a, she's a co-star in this movie. They accuse her of cultural appropriation. And why would they say this, right? She is a Chinese person who was born in America. Well, guess what? Maybe the Chinese nationals who actually were born in China have some complicated feelings towards Chinese people who were born in America. She's born they in also Stony feel, Brook. Yeah. They also feel like Disney's trying to steal their thunder and not really giving props where props is due. So they shat all over it. So much so that the actual uh, star of the film had to release something. And I don't know if it's Mandarin or Cantonese, but he wrote something. On his uh, on his Twitter, I believe it was saying, "Hey, give it a chance. We're all Asian. We're all Chinese." Essentially, was the crux of it. But no dice, and I guess this is predominantly happening. The huge complaint from is people. She a singer? No, she she used to be a YouTuber. Oh, yeah. that was her writer, producer, rapper. Got yeah. it. Those are things you don't have a name like Aquafina, and it's spelled the way that it's spelled. Uh, were they a trying to be culturally appropriate, right? Or b yeah uh like being a rapper of some sort so dude she's actually really funny man uh i used to watch some of her stuff on youtube i would say of the three women who've exploded out of that youtube era and actually had careers outside of being content creators she's probably doing the best for herself the other is uh the singer girl and i forgot the young lady's name who did well for a while but now she's back to doing youtube originals aquafina's had the most commercial success breaking through so I guess the huge complaint here for a lot of people in China regarding this is that it's a bunch of outsiders trying to capitalize on our culture, making movies that, you know, don't really represent us well. Why didn't you hire a director from China to come in to film this movie so that it would have, you know, an actual feel of China is essentially it. So 
this made it on my radar because it's, I always like to see where something's tearing a community apart, you know, just completely ripping it asunder. And I'm not talking about the Chinese community. I'm talking about the nerd community. So many people were having such a weird reaction to this. And this doesn't surprise me that people in China are having this reaction because this is the way they've always been in regards to pop culture and cinema culture. Right. You know who the Shaw brothers are by any chance? The who? Shaw brothers. Nope. They made all. The, so any of those uh, kung fu movies that you would have seen where you hear like guys with the bad uh, ad lib and they're like talking and the words just aren't syncing up. They're most known for those movies. 36 Chambers of Death. But the th reason that those movies did so well is because they had the backing of the Chinese people. People respected this. It was founded movies. in Hong Kong. Yeah, they respected this movie like it was homegrown, raised in the culture. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, right. Like, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. I, I knew that something eventually was going to come up, and make you make a face like that. But that's that's why this made it onto my list. So they made the MCU. So many movies. They made a lot of movies, bro. And the, so the MCU's got themselves a bit of a pickle Including here. Including Kill Bill. Yeah, well, uh, they, they helped. I think they had a producer, like a producer cred on that or something like that. One of them did. I don't know which one is still alive. But yeah, that's the beef. The beef is that people feel like they should have came to China, employed one of the directors that's mixed up in the kung fu genre culture out there and brought them in this movie as opposed to saying hey we're gonna do it our way and you guys are gonna like it we'll see what happens to this whole thing now folks for the listening audience zach is completely laid out on the floor no okay so hold on here's my counter to that right go for it when have we ever had a globally successful chinese movie thank you <laughs> you can't hire a director that doesn't exist right you can't direct a movie in the marvel cinematic universe which is at this point the biggest cinematic universe in the world right mm -hmm. financially scope wise you can't hire someone that doesn't exist you have to have a a, a guy who's vetted by this fucking figgy guy uh you have to have someone who's acceptable to the to the disney family right you have to have yeah. a number of lists through through this shit and then who is then has the same vision to do this product that everyone else does, right? Yeah. That person doesn't exist. Yeah, um, I I think the closest you could come is uh, the 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 director of uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Ang Lee, right? That's someone that's accepted by Western culture and Eastern culture as you know. In Eastern culture, he's not considered sellout. Western culture, people recognize him from Crouching Tiger, and they also recognize him from, I believe. The first Incredible Hulk movie, which sucked. And I think he did a movie called the. No, that wasn't it. He didn't there you go. You just said the movie sucked. The guy, does, <laughs> the person that they're looking for doesn't exist. So here's the really weird thing about this, right? I understand why the MCU is trying to break into this market, but I, I said this to someone else, man. It's and, the uh, biggest market in the world. I think you don't chase that market, though, because this, if you don't understand why? anything about china when it comes to films they're either going to accept it or like it or they're not but marvel has seen more success not making movies geared towards china right no so so that yeah. that is that is yes. that is that is false no, every no, movie is, that it, every movie that disney has ever made has been re-edited to be re-released in china no. you're just you're just proving my point it those movies weren't geared towards china they are these two movies that they have come out with lately mulan and Shang-Chi, mm -hmm. they are hoping to give them a hero that they can cash in on. That's a fact. They Disney wants to be able to say, hey, 
in the name of representation, we made Mulan, remade Mulan, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we did it as best as we could, sticking to what we assumed was a traditional martial arts cinematic experience that would have came out of Hong Kong. Do you know what their reaction to Mulan was? They hated it. They absolutely hated it. Now, you're you're about to make the point that I was about to make, which is Iron Man has nothing to do with Chinese nationals. doesn't have anything to do with Chinese culture. They love that movie. Do you know why? Because they just loved Iron Man. They didn't like Black Panther so much, but they... <laughs> They loved Iron Man. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, so I wonder what the differences in the movies are, right? So you do know that yeah. every movie ever made is re-edited to be really re-released in China, just in yeah. case there may have been something anti-Chinese or something in it. They take that shit out. And, uh, and not anti-Chinese, anti-communist party. Both. Right. Uh, you would have to lump both of them together here because if they're or pro Hong Kong, right? Yeah, that's my you can't you can't have any of those three things in the movie. And if there is, it is it is either nixed from the movie or is then re-edited or reshot for specifically Chinese. So they've been trying to break into that market for a very long time because it is incredibly profitable. But they've done it. They've done it already. You so you're, you're correct in what you're saying. They did it with Iron Man. They did it with Avengers. They did it with Avengers Endgame, right? But do you know why those movies succeeded? Because they don't have to edit anything out of those movies. There's nothing in those movies. I bet that you. Would be- I bet you that there are edits made in those movies. I I would be willing to bet you a, a large sum of money that there are, is a Chinese version of that move. Those movies. It wouldn't even be publicized here because it doesn't matter what, for us. What is a large sum of money? I don't know. Five grand. Five grand. I'll put five stacks on that. So it, under that under that context, you're saying that. They re-edited it to make it not offensive to the Communist Party. Is that the agreement we're making right now? No, there's just there is a Chinese version and a American version where there is no, I, not I it that. is not scene for scene one hundred percent the same with a dubbed Mandarin Cantonese version of it. But you're not saying that they changed the complete context in the movie or re-edited where there wouldn't be offensive tropes that would be, you know, offend someone that was of the Communist Party regime, right? Uh, we're getting into, into semantics here. There is a Chinese version that is different than the regular version that you saw. Um, I would need to see some proof on that. I would need to see, I would need to see some proof that there is a Chinese version of the Avengers, a Chinese edit. I know there's a Chinese dub version. It was the first one to leak in the bootlegs, and that was the one that made its way around the the yeah, internet. Okay, so here's CNET. Marvel is censoring. Marvel is censoring films for China, and you probably didn't even know that it's happening. Which films? Mm, I mean, Avengers Endgame is literally the the poster board for this. No, but what part did they censor? What's the proof? I mean, I'm, Other I'm, than... reading, I'm literally reading the article as we speak. No, I know you're reading the article, but where's the proof? That's what I'm saying. We would need to see tangible proof. I need to see the Chinese cut to see what the edit is. Okay. Um, I mean, I'll find it, but we'll come back to this. All right, we'll circle back on that one. But that's what this is going to boil down to. I honestly don't think that you need to make a Shang-Chi movie to break into that market because Iron Man did so well. Now, beyond arguing semantics, the fact of the matter is Iron Man did well, Endgame did well, Infinity War did well, and those movies had nothing to do with A, Kung Fu, or representation with Asians. But if you are going to do a movie like that, 
probably would have made sense to bring someone over from China to do it. I actually think I actually think the MCU should stop trying to chase the Chinese market and continue to just make films that are going to sell like gangbusters. Because if that's the case, it makes sense why they re-released Avatar in that movie. And at this point, most of the Chinese movies that are coming out that are coming out of China are pro-China. And those are the I think their last big blockbuster is about a Chinese national who's a spy who's basically helping to topple Western culture. And the movie did amazing. I can't get my hands on it, unfortunately. I was watching a bit of it on Good Morning America, and I was like, this actually looks really good. This guy looks like he does his own choreography and his own stunts. That's probably why we won't get to see it. But it's not going to break through, unfortunately. Same thing goes with Shang-Chi. I think it's probably going to do better in America like it did, you know, probably as well as Guardians of the Galaxy because people are so amped up for some reason on this niche character. It's going to bomb, though. Yeah, why are niche characters being so popular right now? It's happened. Uh, it's happened in a few different aspects, right? Well, I mean, like like Black Panther isn't a major character in the comic book. No, he, no, he's a major character. But here's a good is here's he? a good point, right? Here's a good point, right? We both enjoy Joker, right? Joker is not a niche character. But that movie in itself was not a huge, what you would call, comic book production. And it did extremely well. I think it might be that similar vein where people just want to see something different, right? They want to root for the underdog. They want to see. But if you read Shang-Chi the comics, he's not technically the underdog. The man was raised by, like, a warlord. <laughs> he's a billionaire. <laughs> he's a living weapon. All I'm saying to you is, Zach, don't chase the Chinese money, man. Just let it happen organically. It won't That's happen. It, well, it, so there's such a there's such an enormous market there and a potential for uh, a billions more for a property that yeah. uh, there there's no way that you don't chase that market. The NBA is doing it. Marvel's doing it. Every everyone is it. Video games do it. Uh, everyone does it, right? It, it, there, yeah. Because there's a lot a lot of money to be made there. There there are a culture that notoriously spends a lot of money on entertainment, just yeah. as much as the American people, which is probably number one. Just not on Black Panther. Very strange. Very strange. Yeah, they wonder why. <laughs> uh, you brought up the NBA in China. It's interesting, though, that uh, they put... I can't prove this, or a lot of people assume that they put a gag order on the NBA because they're heavily invested in the NBA. Mm. And someone asked LeBron, you know, because LeBron is very entrenched in social issues and you know, Black Lives Matter, this is going on in this community. We need to build these things up. And then someone kind of stood up and they're like, hey, what about all those protesters that are getting killed in China? Do you have anything to say about that? And he was like, uh, we're not allowed to speak about that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of the NBA will speak out against uh, uh, various groups of people, but won't right. speak out against the, the atrocities that the Chinese government and, and Chinese people commit. So it's a very, yeah. a very interesting and very uh, um, hypocritical situation over there at the NBA and most yeah. major sports organizations, honestly. <laughs> See, that's why we're safe in our little bunker. No one pays Zach and I, so we can say what we want until eventually one day you guys come here on a Friday and there's just a, you know, that old school bar, those bars on the screen, like, Doo! maybe the last thing they see is you getting dragged out of your room and Shane saying there's no audio as we're b both being murdered viciously on stream. <laughs> Dude, that would be the last, that would, it would set me off over the edge. I'd be all right, fuck it, just kill me. No, I, I get what you're saying though. Ultimately, right? You want to you want to get that money. You want to break into it, but don't. Do you think that it's a better chance of you continuing to have sex, success if you don't look like you're trying so hard, right? Maybe that. I think that's what I'm trying to say. This movie Shang Chi seems like they're trying so hard. You know, it seems like they're like, hey, 
we got this Asian character. Why don't you guys love this Asian character? And it's like mostly because they don't recognize <laughs> as a real Chinese person. They actually came for the actor, like the lead actor. They were like, this guy's from Canada. He's not from China. And that really hurt his feelings. Dude, I I don't understand. I don't understand the I don't understand the uh, the ideas behind it. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Canadians are good people, no matter what color they are. You can't attack them. You can't say anything bad about the great country up north. You name two things that are wrong with Canada right now on air. Um, hmm. <laughs> wrong with wrong with Canada. <laughs> They're not free enough, and they don't have any oil so we can make them free. <laughs> we need to go liberate them from their clean air is what needs to happen. But that's that's going to be interesting. This is gonna, this whole thing's going to be interesting to watch play out. Uh, is it going to stop the MCU train? No, because if the movie makes a billion, it's greenlit for a sequel automatically, and then it'll go straight to Disney+. Plus. And now that they got two markets that they can, uh, you know, maximize their revenue in where they can make you pay 30 bucks to watch it at home or you can go pay it in the theater. They're doing just fine. Actually, you know, it's really crazy. You you remember almost a year ago, we did an episode where we were talking about the speculation that Disney might get bought out any day now. We we weren't agreeing with it, but that we did an episode. Disney might get bought out? Bought out of yeah, what? Well, well, remember they had to, they had a bailout that they had to go through, and people were speculating that Disney no, was I mean, it was so no, they laid off like nine thousand, nine or twelve thousand yeah. employees, and then took a three billion dollar government loan. No, they were never going to get bought out. It was just a we, we were we were kind of upset that they would do that when people needed that money. So here's the thing: second Bob that came in, not Bob Iger, the new Bob. Uh, he's being credited as the man who saved the company. Like apparently, he's uh, steering the ship. Uh, far away from that and they've also been able to make a nice nice with one of their biggest rivals who they've been in bed with in regards to spider-man and now they're uh they're actually going to be able to show spider-man movies on disney plus also sony made a deal with netflix and then they also made a deal with amazon <laughs> but they also disney managed to squeeze their way in there it's not looking good for sony i meant to bring that up to you by the way like they made they got a few billion dollars out of this deal and i was like oh man they're gonna stay afloat for a little while and then I went to go read the Bloomberg article about it, and they're like, yeah, this will probably keep the debtors off of them for the next year or so, and then we'll see what happens after that. And I was like, does Zach write this article? This is strangely pointless. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here on this, this shit, man. Now, talk to me about Blizzard, man, because I saw this come up. I read the article. So it's not even Blizzard. It's Activision Blizzard, right? Oh, yeah, right. Uh, what the fuck is this guy's name? Bobby Kotick? Uh, yep. longtime CEO, um, okay. uh, of Activision Blizzard is taking fifty percent salary. He, he was under fire earlier this year because he had two hundred million dollars in in incentive bonuses, and he was getting paid X million of dollars and potential even more bonuses uh, on top of it or whatever. So he he, he uh taking a fifty percent pay cut, uh, and is now redistributing that two hundred million dollars in potential incentive pay to bonuses amongst uh, other developers or something. But they lay, uh, they lay off 900, 900 plus developers a year or something, and then complain that the profits that they had weren't high enough when they're when they're year over year higher than they were before. It's assumed that they're going to do the $200 million for bonuses for developers, but I, I assume that they're not going to do that. They're just going to pocket it, I would assume. Okay, yeah, I was like, your math is leading me down a place where it's like, wait, they lay off how many people and they're giving bonuses to who exactly? Yeah. It's like 
the, the pitcher's like, hey, guys, don't worry. We're giving these bonuses out. But unfortunately, we're firing about 98% of the actual workforce. So eventually that bonus will just make its way back into my pocket. Is is Activision in trouble in some sort of way? Is there like no, is there something they're more profitable than they ever have been? Um, wow made a shitload of money with Shadowlands coming out. Warzone right. makes a boatload of money every uh, every month. You know, Activision is not in any trouble. He, this guy was just under a lot, a lot of pressure because of how much ridiculous money he makes, and um, that's the only reason. This is a PR stunt at best. Um. It's interesting, though, when companies or when CEOs or execs get to this place where they're like, I have to do something publicly to address this issue. Mm-hmm. And you think, look, I, I'll never be a billionaire, right? I, I can't put well, myself. Not in with that attitude, you won't. Good point. Thanks for snapping me back into this, buddy. You know what? Fucking, I'm going to go find an intern to beat right now. <laughs> the <laughs> thing about this is if you're going to make this type of gesture, tell me if I'm wrong. Correct me. Don't you think it should be a gesture that shouldn't be able to fall apart under scrutiny that easily, mm-hmm. right? It should be something that, like, you know, it, at least an investigative journalist should be the one poking the holes in it. It shouldn't be the guys from talking with a dad, like, hey, well, so your not, numbers I, don't I, add up. I'm not an investigative journalist. I just play one on the internet. Um, hey. Yeah, I mean, it's fairly easy to see, right? Yeah. The, guy, the guy's been the CEO of Activision since, like, the 90s, since, like, like 91 or something. And yeah. he's brought the company from a very struggling, very like niche company to to you know great success. The Tony Hawk games, they killed the guitar, guitar Hero twice, uh, and then the the Blizzard acquisition. You know, like the guys the guys been through it all with the company. But he also makes a shitload of money, and they fire. I think they've now twice, two years in a row, fired eight or nine hundred developers uh, or, or members there. Now they're also under fire for uh, dismantling the toys for something team it's a development team uh there that did the crash bandicoot games uh and then restructuring firing restructuring and then assigning them to the to uh call of duty um to to pump up those numbers uh that just came out like a day or two ago and uh yeah they're struggling with that now activision is never a company that's in good light for very long yeah, I remember when I first met you, man, you were giving me kind of a rundown of their sketchy history. And uh, this was also around the same time where I made the uh, infamous statement, uh, EA or eSports. What? I, I can't remember what I said, but uh, I regretted it instantly when I said it. And I was like, well, now I got to stick by it and keep going with it. But I didn't realize that Activision was so entangled with so many controversies in the gaming community. Dude, I yeah. I like literally, I thought you were just playing it up, and I looked up some of the stuff you told me to look up, and I'm like, "This is fucking horrible." <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so to be fair, right? Usually, when you're the biggest company in a space, you're under a lot of scrutiny, right? Microsoft, right, and Google, right. they're under scrutiny all the time. They have all these issues coming out, but littler companies don't have that same issue because they're not as large and they're not as uh in the uh in the public eye as, as these other companies. But yeah, right. Activision does sketchy shit. Blizzard does sketchy shit they're the same company it makes sense like uh, not as bad as ea ea was voted the worst place to work or the worst company in the world multiple times like many years in a row dude they've got ea and activision have so many youtube documentaries and i'm not talking about 20 minute documentaries i'm talking about full-on hour-long documentaries and i watched two one about (laughs) ea So, I mean, the big complaint everyone has about EA is that they sell you 50% of a game and sell you the rest of it as DLC, um, yeah. which they popularized that after Bethesda add microtransactions to the game for the first time. You could buy, like, horse armor and, like, a Elder Scrolls game or something. Um, 
and they uh yeah so so they really popularized the DLC thing and everyone <laughs> hates EA for that because now that's like kind of like the meta in gaming yeah. uh, other than the battle pass system which is now a now a huge thing the battle pass system it takes over everything um, the F1 the fucking F1 game that I play casually has a battle pass system in it um, <laughs> wait okay wait let me just make maybe i'm not understanding you said you are saying battle pass right yeah so do you know what the battle a battle pass is so like maybe a, a I, new season starts and you buy a battle pass for ten dollars and you get cosmetic rewards over yeah, over the yeah. next few weeks because you did this thing in the game that's wonderful according to the game uh yeah there's a battle pass system in every game out now every game can I, can I ask a real novice question? Absolutely. You're the novice here. Uh, Why call it a battle pass? First company who ever did it called it a battle pass, and therefore it's a... Well, it's a season, oh, sure. a season pass, but but I think okay. Fortnite popularized it with battle pass, and everyone kind of calls it that. But season pass is seasons or gotcha. whatever. Yeah. It's, all, so it's all the I, same thing. You know, people always accuse... They say there's nothing you can learn from games, right, or from the gaming industry. Remember, this was a huge I don't know thing. That. Who right? said that? That's that's yeah. Oh, this is, this, this it's has the been fastest a grow. It's the fastest growing industry in the world. This has been a stigma since I was a kid. We're talking about like early days Mortal Kombat, right? We're talking about midway Mortal Kombat when people were just like, "There's nothing good that can come out of game. You're not going to be able to gain it. You'll never be able to break break into the market." And maybe they were right about midway, right? Who knows? But I've learned so many cool nomenclatures and so much jargon <laughs> since i've started talking to people who play games i remember the first time i heard someone say paywall and i was just like oh, that's interesting. what's a paywall can you explain that to me and they're like oh a paywall is a, essentially a system you create to hide an otherwise free service behind payments it's the wall part and i was like wait well give me a, a for instance how is a paywall present in video games and they oh it was you of course you were t- you were breaking down the the looter uh, the loot system in games and uh, and buying merch or not merch uh, buying uh how did you explain it instead so, of being uh, able I to think you're saying, instead out, of paywall you're, you're you're looking at pay to win um, yeah that's that's the phrase I would have said I don't know if I've ever really used the word paywall um, because I think paywall. sometimes uh, there are good like box costs are good for things which would be a paywall. Um, yeah, it's a pay to win, right? Where instead of actually working for the shit that you do, you buy the, the stuff and then you're just now caught up or surpassed the people who do put the time and work in uh, for go. things, right? RuneScape 3 is a very good example of that where you could spend a thousand bucks and have a maxed account and do whatever you want, where in old school it takes like 1,800 hours of efficient play to, to have a maxed account. Yeah, see, I, I was blown away by that, man. I just remember being taken back like, man, there are people who are willing to... Because in my mind, it sounds like cheating, right? So if I am just good Hold at on. the game, in go everyone's for it. mind, it sounds like cheating. Okay. Continue. <laughs> I was like, if, if I'm good at the game and I've worked my way into having the attributes my character deserves, which or the gear, gear right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. But again, I realize where I fit in the grand scheme of these things. I am that guy that still doesn't understand why people would ever go online and play. And cheat at Call of Duty, like I, it keeps I me up. It, it, it keeps me up at night. I don't understand it. I'm well, like, you're a little so- psychotic for that. But yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand the cheating and games thing either. Um, never done it. Never been very interested in it. Uh, I like to use like like the cheats in like Grand Theft Auto, where I would like yeah. give myself money and go buy like 
car upgrades in fucking Grand Theft Auto San Andreas or something. Like, stuff like that, where it's, like, cheat codes in the game. But, like, actually cheating to ruin another person's experience is a real... You have to be real low in your life, I think, to, to that be an acceptable pastime that you do. Um, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know how people would find joy or enjoyment out of it. Uh, I, uh, let me ask you a question. I've, in regards to that, do you think that it's just kind of like the anarchist manifesto manifesting itself in games where people cheat to kind of get back at what they see as the conglomerate like they look at activision they're like i think you're i think you're thinking about it way too much right i think they're not good at the game and they're tired of getting shit on so they're going to download this cheat and they're going to ruin other people's time the way that they had gotten ruined it's more of a revenge thing i think in most cases than than uh, otherwise i I, other, other than that i have no idea i've never talked to a hacker i've never been in in that kind of realm and i i'm not sure like it would, wouldn't it be great if you romanticize it for a second? They're like, oh man, the CEO of Activision laying off people and giving out bonuses. I'm gonna go download this cheat and show him. <laughs> yeah, it's not a, it's it's not a plot from Fight Club. It's uh, it's purely just. I think they're bad at the game and they're using that to be, uh, not bad anymore in their own eyes. I I, I don't know. I tr- truly don't understand the. The aimbot or the or, or or the ESP mentality. I don't understand it. I, I'm not sure. Um, swinging back to the the CEO of Activision, and I know I'm putting you on the seat here to answer questions that you won't be able to answer. But at what point do you think that like the market share is impacted by public view of the situation, or has it gotten to a place where people are just like, man, these people are shady. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm not buying any of their stock anyway. But do you, is there a point where there's actual genuine public backlash for this type of stuff? In this space. Um, yes. If you and I made a game and we said some like crazy stuff that we, we you know, we don't believe. We're fairly open minded here at, at talking with a dad. I mean, I am. I can speak for myself. I don't I don't know what, what about Steve. Over there. How dare you say that, you fucking communist? I'll fucking <laughs> kill you. <laughs> right. Uh, so if we made a game and before the game had said some crazy shit and right. uh, there was public outcry, no one would buy our game. But yeah. if Bobby Kotick came out as homophobic, racist, what are the other? Is there another thing that, that he hates dogs and oh, um, thinks communists Dog. are good? Um, <laughs> if he came out and said that, people are still going to buy Call of Duty next year, right? Okay. You know, people are still going to people are still going to subscribe to WoW. You know, people are still going to play Overwatch. Like that's not going to affect. A company that large in my opinion um because most people won't even hear it right we right. will hear it the the masses the hardcores will hear it hear it but your average joe's not gonna hear anything about it it's crazy man because uh i don't think that uh i don't think there's enough representation where people read articles and stuff like that if you're listening to this or you catch the uh you know, the replay on uh, Anchor or whatever your podcast platform is, or you just watch it when it uh, debuts on YouTube. I'd be interested, comment below in the comments if you actually spent any time researching these topics in the Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg, if anyone ever takes it that far, because I feel as if though that would help you make a more informed decision on whether or not you want to continue to buy games with them. I'm going to use you for, for instance, I know that you're fasting from call of duty is more about the quality of the content shooters in general really yeah shooters in general and you've abstained from a lot of this stuff because you've raised the bar you're like hey if i'm gonna pay 60 bucks 
I should get a game that I can enjoy for quite some time as yeah. a whole few weeks. Listen, uh, you know, I, I've I've taken a new leaf in my life, and not really. Uh, I think I've just grown up a little bit where I value the enjoyment of the time that I, that I do something more yeah. so than doing the thing that people think is popular. Um, right. I would much rather spend 10 hours playing old school RuneScape than five minutes playing Call of Duty Black Ops because I enjoy one and I don't enjoy the other, right? I, yeah. I value the enjoyment of time as much as I value my time at this point. Yeah, that makes sense. That's see, that's the way I feel when you when we when we talk about like the MCU and comics and stuff like that. Right. I'll I'll literally tell a person like, hey, I'll be honest with you. I will probably go see every Marvel movie at least once in a theater because you enjoy it. Because I enjoy it. But if I don't enjoy it, guess what's not going to happen? I will never, ever <laughs> watch that movie again under any circumstance. Not because I'm, like, doing some boycott right. or some shit like that. It's just, like, my time is valuable to me. I like. Mm -hmm. I was surprised I watched Mortal Kombat for uh, a third time. I, yeah. <laughs> Second time just wasn't enough. Number three had to come in. Yeah, man. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy it. I enjoy it much more. I don't. I generally at this point don't enjoy many shooters. Right now, I, I will occasionally indulge in playing Overwatch with my friends because I, I, I do. I do enjoy that as much as I complain about it the entire time. Uh, I think it's funny. Um, but like, I'd much rather play Divinity. I'd much rather play. Uh, wow in some aspects although wow is a little bit stale in content right now uh right. i would much rather do that because i enjoy my time while i'm doing that rather yeah. than you know suffer through i would never play the new call of duty again i, I just don't think i think that ship has sailed uh unfortunately so for anyone that doesn't know the original premise for our show was called gaming with a dad but at the underline of that was zach teaching me about the world of uh you know shooters Shooters, shooters, PvP. We're gonna do a game. whole segment on this. I don't mean to cut you off. In two Go episodes, yeah. we're gonna do an entire an entire episode on, on kind of. The, we're coming up at episode hundred. We're not gonna oh. be able to, we're not gonna be able to do the episode in person. Let's be fair. So we're gonna uh, talk about maybe the origin and the original concept yeah. and stuff. But yeah, give, give us a short of it. Yeah, and and so here here was the thing. I, I stepped into this whole thing with my mind. The first game we actually played with each other was The Division. And that basically ruined me for a lot of other games because I assumed every other game was going. That was the first one, right? The I'm Division trying to think. Cool. So Borderlands 2, technically, but Division would have been the first game we completed Play. together. Yeah, like played, yeah. right. So there's a difference between playing a game and we played yeah. that game. We played yeah. 30 hours of The Division together. Where Yeah. Oh, fuck, we probably played that much of Borderlands together too, didn't we? Oh, Borderlands almost killed. This 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 channel folks. It's our friendship. No, they almost killed the friendship. Uh, to be fair. <laughs> no, but to be, to be fair, like playing that game helped me understand a lot of things about. I, I never understood why people played shooters. It just it it wasn't that I thought it was stupid. It was just like it's not for me. I I'm just not built that way. But then when you start getting into it, it's like hey yeah, the Division Two lacked content. I get that. Now. I understand that it could have been a much bigger game. But for the Hold amount of time I got out of it, break. I had a great uh, time. Apparently, it doesn't anymore. I know we've talked about this, but apparently there's a there's a fair amount of you had to buy New York, but there's a fair amount of content uh, within yeah. the division two now. But you need like eight people to do it. You need to do the raids and the, and this. Yeah. I'm not interested in doing any of that. I would I would be actually be interested in replaying the division at some point again. Um, but yeah, apparently there's a lot of content. Why eight now. people? I think it's, that's the size of the raids, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, the whole thing, the whole thing, like, was an amazing experience. Now, when we got COD, you warn, when I purchased COD, you warned me. You were like, Steve, this is probably just going to be a lot more of you trying to survive 
And I don't know how fun that is going to be for you. And at first, it was a little bit of fun. And then it got to a place where I was just like, man, this is not fun at all. It wasn't a good game. (laughs) That one specifically. Black Ops 4 would have been a different story. Even like the older Gen Cods, uh, although you had a you would have had to either mute the system entirely or yeah, learn yeah. to <laughs> learn to just disregard anything any, anyone ever said Tough to you. Yeah, right, yeah, right. I didn't want to say that and call you out on that, but that's that's the case. Um or, or an older cod because they were more enjoyable games. I, I didn't think Modern Warfare 2019 or the new Call of Duty which are essentially reskins of each other. Um, were enjoyable. I didn't yeah. think that the the time to kill, the pacing, the gunplay. I didn't think it was very good. Yeah, and I bring that all up to say, you know, Activision, Blizzard, other companies like them have gotten used to being able to push out packages where they don't they don't give you a complete game and they sell you the remainder of the game. You know, over a period of a few months coming out, mm-hmm. and then something like this comes out. And my issue is, and I said all that to say this. I feel like this CEO should get the same scrutiny that the rest of those cocksuckers who pull this type of shit get when you read an article in Bloomberg. Usually when someone does something like this, you see them in Bloomberg or Wall Street, they're plastered on the front cover, you know, failed attempt, flaccid mm-hmm. attempt at making right. You, you know the headlines I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like because this is kind of a gaming thing, people still have that like, oh, well, what does it matter really? It does. It matters because we're talking about abuse of consumers. We're talking about abuse of power, and we're talking about abuse of employees. So you're telling me like your fair jester was to give out bonuses to people who are probably going to get laid off. I know another company that did that recently, but for legal reasons, I'm not allowed to mention their names, the name of that company on air right now. But that's a bullshit thing to do. Am I that's, held by the same legal bound? Yes, you will be for the next. I believe three years or so. I'd have to I have to reread it to see what the uh, you know the uh, the the NBA. I had no, ins- I had no insider information on this particular uh, deal that you're talking about. Though I was a year I was a year removed from the situation. That's a good point. I always tell people check out your handbook after leaving, even though you left in good standing. Always check out what the I mean. Handbook the fact is. that the company laid off the laid off people wasn't NDA'd because it was public. That's your true. information about it, which I don't, I'm not privy to, may have I'm been NDA'd. Uh, yeah, but I assume you're not. You don't have any more information than the average person that what, uh, what, that that what particular the, company that you may or may not work for laid off a thirty uh, percent of their workforce uh, because they deemed the fact that their their company could do that because they're trimming the fat essentially. Uh, yeah, and that's yeah. what happens when you work for the milk industry. We all know a bunch of farmers got fired. All right, there. I let it out. Zach and I don't used fuck to with be farmers, farmers, bro. Don't fuck with farmers. <laughs> we'll find you. <laughs> We'll find you. In no, they but, uh, will find you. Not me. Not me, good <laughs> sir. They will find you. Well, no, this is this is my point. This is my point. I'm trying to be as eloquent as I can about it because I know that at some point, you know, some six year old is going to stumble upon this show. Yeah, but, but six year olds are eloquent. That, that's a good point as They're well. Idiots. Um, I feel as if, a, if you think you're a sixteen year old that's not an idiot, you're you an think? idiot. <laughs> beyond CNET, beyond The Verge, beyond wired right i feel like this type of story should get so what you're trying to say it should get non-endemic uh uh, uh, coverage right and non-endemic obviously meaning outside of the space right cnet is a is a online gaming you know hardware program like you know if kotaku covers it that's not a big deal right but when the new york times covers it because new york times doesn't cover gaming shit 
right? right. Unless it's incredibly enormous. That's a non-endemic uh, um, publication that would cover exactly. it in this scenario. And I think I think you're correct on that. Yeah, and it's just it, it just it lets me know that even though this market is appreciated and valued at a certain billions of dollars of revenue every year, it's still just seen as a niche market, some subculture. Like the numbers don't support the statement anymore. Where we go? Last All right, I'll offer some tactical difficulties, uh, unbeknownst to either of us. Uh, fuck you, stream. We didn't get to say that at the end of it, so there we are. And uh, yeah, so we have we have one final topic, short one. Um, you want to lead us into it? Yeah, Windows Store cutting sale fee from thirty percent to twelve percent. So okay, does that mean that I will no longer? be paying the additional fee or it's coming down to 12 percent. and did i not know that this was a thing where i was paying because you put this in the topic list and i was like what no so the ga- the talking with the dad game right uh tm um is now hosted on the windows store uh and part of our 60 dollar fee right so we, right. we pay so you you so the you the consumer pay us 60 dollars for the game 30 percent right. of that had went to microsoft Oh, gotcha, gotcha, Right, so gotcha. now it's down to 12% to compete with Steam. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right, so now, the standard that- standard is pretty much 12%. So what the Windows Store is trying to do is, is get people to, to, to host things on their store to, to sell, to sell, right, yeah. to developers and games to sell. So they're, um, they're, they're coming down in price. So interesting thing about the Windows Store. Can we just do a big, uh, quick chronological history? The Windows Store sucks, and let me just prove that to you by... The first Windows device that I ever purchased, I won't say it was the inception of the Windows Store, but it was the first time I had heard of it. I bought the first version of the Microsoft Surface RT, the ARM version where they really didn't explain to people like, hey, no, like you're not going to be able to download Chrome or any of that shit. It's all got to go through the uh, the Windows Store, which was didn't sound like a bad idea. I was like, oh, I'm an Android user. So, okay, this store is probably going to be comparable to the Google Play Store. Man, I was fuck i was wrong i was so wrong there are things that are still not supported in the windows store to this day but i will say that the games on the windows store that library is obviously starting to get a lot better it's all xbox I don't know they, stuff it's all xbox stuff i don't know if they're ever going to be able to compete with steam in this regard you tell me i feel as if though if i'm an indie developer i'm much more comfortable with steam right i think i'm going to have a better chance of people knowing that they can trust me on that that site and that platform and i'm verified by steam as opposed to the windows store which allowed youtube downloaded to remain on its store for years and that shit was giving people's computers viruses right i'm just i'm gonna stick with steam if i'm like i'm not gonna go somewhere that already has a bad name correct yeah, yeah, so, so you're 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 essentially right. Steam is the Steam is still the the premier place to be. What this does, the the cut the cutting of the sale feed, it gives the people developers more money. Um, it is just a, a step in the right direction, right? I don't know how much Epic charges to be on on their shitty platform, or how much yeah. Uplay charges to be on their shitty platform, or how much EA charges to be on their shitty platform. Um, but Valve, but One Valve, launcher. Valve charges twelve percent, and yeah. <laughs> uh, therefore Steam is probably the premier place to be. That, that's it. That, that, that's essentially it. 
Um, I was just I was thinking about this. I mean, I know this is going to be a short one, but once upon a time when the PlayStation Four came out, they swore that that was going to be the new home for indie developers, and they're like, "You just come on over here, open source developer mode. We're going to host that shit." I think three people actually managed to get their game on that fucking thing. That was, and Sony was like, "You know what? No, 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 no. We're not no, here to help anyone." No. <laughs> this shit is too popular. Um, last question about this. And your expertise and your opinion, will there be a time where Game Pass overtakes Steam as the preferred method of game downloading? So Game Pass and Windows Store are two different things. Uh, And I know you meant Windows Store. Um, No. No. There is no need to elaborate on that. <laughs> no, Steam is the platform that everyone knows and uses. Steam is a Steam is not a great platform. No platform is a great platform because everything needs to be improved going forward. Um, right. And the Windows Store just happens to be the worst one. And with that being said, I fucking hate you play. You play is you play is a shitty program. I hate Ubisoft as a company. And this is the reason why EA does the same thing. And I hate EA as a company. Everyone knows that. When I buy a Ubisoft product on Steam, Division is a good example. I buy a key to then redeem yeah. through Uplay, which then, if I can open it on Steam, which then opens Uplay and prompts me to sign into Uplay and know you, Ubisoft, I don't remember my Uplay password. <laughs> Do you know why? Because one game every three years I buy on your shitty platform, I'm not going to remember it. And A, Half the time, I don't remember how you play and so I went to go. So I was like looking for a game to play recently, and I'm like, all right, fuck it. You know, we're just gonna look for some games to play. You play. Oh, I could something on there. I'm sure I own. Oh, no, I'm still not signed in from the last time I played it a year ago. All right, we're looking somewhere else. <laughs> You're not even like it's too much of a hassle to even do the forgot password disabled. No, because long. I'm gonna look through there and go, oh. Yeah, I don't want to play Trials, although Trials is yeah. a lot of fun. No, I don't want to play the South Park games. Yes, I enjoy them. They're very good. Oh, there's no other games on your platform that I care about? The Assassin's Creed series lost me years ago. Yeah. Got it, 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 got it. I'd rather play uh, my PlayStation back in and try to figure out that fucking password. I do. Next. Go ahead and play uh, uh, Ghost Recon. Breakpoint? What was the name of that freaking game I was playing? <laughs> I played it. Hate played it for like. I could six. not. I could not do that. Ghost. Um, <laughs> I played the ghost. The ghost recon before that and hated it so much that uh. Oh, Lance. You know, I I was given one of the uh, I don't even remember the name of the game with a graphics card purchase or whatever years ago. Never even Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs. Uh, and I never yeah. even downloaded the game to give it a chance because I hate Ubisoft so much people love that game man like i mean like they, it has a like no a legit... it the first one does the Every first one subsequent does. ones after that is a giant question of why why did you do this why do you continue to keep doing this why is this game this bad why do you promise to continue adding shit to this game when no one plays it why are we still here you know what's crazy though about the UPlay thing? I forgot my password, and I went through the whole process, two-step authentication, all that stuff. Only there's nothing worse than when you go through that whole thing 
you're like, all right, we finally got this solved. All right, let's try to input a password. And then it's like, you can't use a recent password. And I'm like, I tried this one, or at least I think I did. And then you go back, and then it was still wrong. And you're like, how many passwords do they hold back? Three, or six? Or you get to their stupid launcher, and everything indicates that your internet is working. And you type in the password, and you see those red words at the top that says, SQL server interruption <laughs> error. Yeah, the SQL server errors. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I hate no. Ubisoft, but I hate the Microsoft store even more. <laughs> oh, there's only one thing I hate more than the Microsoft store, and it's the Sony store. And it's not the lack of content <laughs> on the Sony store. I just don't like the way I have to search things in Sony. I like to don't do this. Dude, because they I built it for a keyboard and then didn't have a keyboard included with the PlayStation. <laughs> right? Is, is that right? I'm, I'm typing Star Wars and it's like I type S and then it brings up every game that's ever made. I'm like, no, no, no. Oh wait, does the new PlayStation yeah. Store have the thing where you have to where you have to like search down? Yes. Where it's yes. not like S on like a keyboard. It's like S T. And then by this point, it's like, do you want to play Stellaris? Do you want to play? Sure, why not? Because I'm not I'm not going any further in what this is the game like. Yeah, yeah. Apparently Star Lars is a really good game if that's actually the name of it that I'm thinking of. Um yeah, you know what we didn't talk about because uh, my internet was acting up that night, but we never got around to and we don't we can't get into it now, obviously, but the CMOS battery issue with the PlayStation 4 that was discovered in the PlayStation 3 recently. I don't know how they got away with this shit for so long, but just a quick thing, just so I can see. What do you mean this uh, the uh, CMOS battery issue? CMOS batteries go bad after about twelve years. So I mean, no, the no, PlayStation no, One should be becoming a PlayStation Three good mode now. That, no, that's not the issue. So the issue is that once it goes bad, there's no way to replace it. And then the, the secondary Ooh. issue is all your digital games are tied to that. So even if you did find a way to solder a new one on or replace it yes it does don't try to make sense of it i'll send you the 20 minute video when i was sitting i was like no that can't be true this has to be a lone incident that someone's not explaining to me correctly but they found the same issue in the playstation 4 and potentially the same issue in the playstation 5 so that was something that was really interesting that came down the pipeline oh by the way playstation 5 got an update but it's not the update you think it is that whole nvme slot where you can plug in a (laughs) plug a chip in not happening, but you can now store games on a flash drive or an external hard drive. You can't play games off of it, by the way. That was just the update that everyone was waiting for. And they released it like it was like good news. To like, hey, by the way, yeah, no, you still can't uh, expand the storage, but you can store games on <laughs> external hard drive if you're interested. <laughs> Go wild, kids. <laughs> It's their anti-piracy shit, man. They're still so paranoid about the shit that happened with the PlayStation 3 that they, they'll never live it down. And that's what you get for going on national, I guess national TV, going on a forum and saying it's unhackable. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what did you think the next thing people were going to be sitting around doing? Are you looking it up, the CMOS battery thing? Yeah, uh, I looked it up. You could change it in about two hours. Two hours? What? What? Yeah, because I, I assume I, I don't know. I don't know how long it actually would take, 
But there's so many screws, I figure that you're going to have to like write down on a whiteboard, and that means you have to go out and buy a whiteboard, and you have to find your nearest Walmart, and find, and you forget your mask at home, and you have to go back, and you have to get your mask, and then you forget it in the car when you're walking in, so you have to go back, and you have to go, I you have to go back inside. I always that old lady that starts screaming after that shit that happens. I've seen her at Walmart before. The one over near uh, where, we get, where you get to meet for her, there was a lady that came to Walmart, and she forgot her mask, and they were just like, man, just... Listen, we we have extra ones for crap. She's like, no, fuck yeah! <laughs> I've never seen that happen, dude. I, I I was in that Walmart today, and uh, I was in there for all of four and a half minutes. Uh, Why? I, I walked in and got the thing that I needed to buy, and then yeah. checked out and left, and <laughs> went to Taco Bell on the way back, and then went home. You don't you don't meander around. I hate I hate going into Walmart, dude. dude I, I'm sorry. I made the mistake. My mom, my mom the other night was like, "Hey, I got to run to Walmart." I was like, "Okay, cool, I'll go with you." And she's like, "That's weird." And I was like, "Yeah, but I'll drive, right?" Uh, okay. And then she's like, "All right, we're gonna get these five things." And we walked out with nineteen things. I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> Four of the things were dog food, and I'm like, "Dog food's <laughs> over there." She's like, "No, we gotta go over here first. I'm like, "What do you mean? None of the things that we needed were over in this direction." So you know, and, and then I was like, okay, well, I'll just grab another case of Monster while we're here, That's which just makes my life a little bit easier, and that's fine. Uh, right. But there's just fucking 19 things, and I'm like, like, where did this strawberry and Cool Whip and a cake mix come from? What is this? Listen, the missus, when she shops, she goes up every, up and down every aisle. I'm like, this is, this is, makes sense. Chicken was that, was, that was three hours ago. We can be out of this place now. I don't want to go up and down these aisles, especially not Walmart. <laughs> Actually, you know what, folks? It's been another great episode. Of fucking shitting on Walmart for the last. <laughs> um, Zach, let me tell the people where they can find you. Usually, he hangs out at this one Buffalo Chicken spot. No, I'm just joking, folks. You can find us at Talking with a Dad anywhere you do social media. Also, anywhere you enjoy podcasts, you can find us there as well. I was just perusing the other day. Uh, you know, you could definitely still find us on Overcast. If there's anyone listening to podcasts on Overcast, I don't know what that is. I don't even know how you found it. But thank you for the support. And 100th episode is coming up. We're going to have uh, some drinks, have some fun. Maybe we'll get Zach to do some drinks live on the show with us. He stopped drinking once we started doing the show. So I drink for the both of us. Jump into the Discord. That is true. Please. I sit in the Discord literally all day just waiting for someone to talk he to He does. <laughs> just jump in there. I send memes to myself in the meme group. I have five <laughs> different accounts. Come on over to the Discord, folks. True. Zach, have, give us that have beautiful. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>